You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that is not a sinking ship like some internet-based services. Uh, my name is Twitter Verified Elon Musk. I am also Twitter Verified Elon Musk. What a coincidence. I am also Twitter Verified Elon Musk. Guys, this is really weird. <laughs> I am also Twitter Verified Elon Musk. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bunch please. of musk rats. A mus- yeah. The, please like me. <laughs> Somebody please. Somebody please. Please clap. Tell, tell me I'm funny. Yeah, tell me I'm a, I'm a real funny cool poster man on the internet oh <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you this week a bunch of things we're going to get into um we have a couple weeks worth of stuff uh too much to list now but we're just gonna we're gonna get into some stuff trust me you're gonna want to stick around want to stick around exactly <laughs> uh but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out check it out No, I, I've got the the cliffhanger for the next part of the show. Okay. One of the creators of your favorite childhood video game character is going to prison and we'll let you know which one. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good cliffhanger. I like it. I like it. I, I'm calling clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, let's talk about some things we've been doing. Um so um, haven't had a whole lot of time for, for stuff. Honestly, the end of the year is kind of my busy season with boring work stuff one thing i did get a chance to do uh last weekend or i guess it'd be two weekends ago now um thunder fury comics out at the marion uh, center mall had their first round of uh dungeons and dragons adventure league jordan and i both went out there uh didn't know what to expect honestly almost bailed for a second we'll get to that in a second <laughs> but honestly it was a lot of fun Cool. We had uh, I've I've had very minimal chances of playing D and I've maybe done maybe one um, thing, and we built a couple characters that for games that kind of fell through, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, it did take some time. We went through the entire process of creating a level one character, and then uh, what Adventure League is is instead of having an ongoing story that is stretches multiple campaigns, they're basically one shots that you can jump into you just take your your um character sheet with you and if your level that you're currently at matches what the campaign is you just sit down jump in and go there's not a lot of story i mean there's not a lot of room for like role play that sort of thing although there's a little bit there it's more like you're jumping into a, a video game campaign level whatever but it's interesting that you get to sit down with people you've never met you make new friends, you interact both as characters and as people, and you do like this two or three hour campaign, and it's a lot of fun. Interacting with people? Yeah. In this economy? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, that does sound like fun. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I am a, uh, I am a rock gnome warlock. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, when you shared that, you know, I saw the, the, mm-hmm. the, the Eldritch Blast, I was like, Eldritch Blast. Good choice. He's a uh, he's he's uh, he's a very rich pampered boy who wants oh, to make yeah, sure I, everyone I, knows that he is a rich pampered boy. I saw you had the noble background. The noble background, and yes, his his fatal flaw is 
the world does revolve around him <laughs> and he wants everyone to know how fancy he is. Uh, what warlock patron did you take? Um, there, there's actually um, Unearthed Arcana, the extra rules uh -huh. for a uh, Earth genie. Oh. You can actually use genies, and their whole their whole shtick is you get to carry a little bottle with you, mm. and instead of acting if you're almost dead or something, you can use your action and hide inside the bottle. Oh, okay. You can't do anything else within it, but someone can pick up your bottle and throw it across <laughs> get out of the here. map and then pop back out and do whatever. <laughs> get out of here. But yeah, it's like it's like that. Okay. But uh no, it was a lot of fun. Met a few met a few folks and um they're going to be doing stuff like that fairly regular, not sponsored, not sponsored. They're not sponsored yet, but they are going to be doing this stuff like every couple of weeks, I think, and it's it's not a have to sort of thing. You basically if you have the week uh, the Saturday free and you want to go, just bring your character sheet, sit down and if as long as the levels match, you just go. And it's really cool. It's really kind of drop in, drop out sort of thing. Cool. It's a lot of fun. Well, me, me, and you guys have a have a have a check it out. We both did. Oh, did you go see uh -huh. Black Panther? Uh huh. Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Black Panther. Wakanda Forever is what I checked out. Yeah. I read the Wikipedia article, so <laughs> that's almost like watching the movie. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes reading the Wikipedia article for movies is even better than the movie because your brain gets to come up with all the better scenarios. <laughs> I'm talking more like 80s bad horror oh, yeah. slasher movies. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Man, this movie sounds great. Oh, it's oh. not. <laughs> but Black Panther, I thought it was excellent. I thought oh, it was yeah. very good. You know, for a two hour and 40 minute movie, I didn't feel like I was sitting there for two hours and 40 minutes. No, it didn't. There was always something going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're obviously not going to do any spoilers. No, and no, there's, don't. And there's some big oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. It's also a very emotional, heavy movie. Yeah. I heard the, I've heard the first hour is pretty... I was worried it I mean, would be too dour, pretty, but it, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there's really some, bad. there's some decent jokes. I mean, it's, as far as like an MCU movie well, it's goes, MCU movie, there's yeah. going to be jokes. Well, yeah, but I mean, even comparatively, it's pretty serious. That, well, well, the first Black Panther was fairly serious. Yeah. As well, well, yeah, it's yeah, kind of the way it goes. It didn't, it didn't feel like a dour slog like I was afraid of, though. That's good. It, it earned all of its like emotional moments and and did oh, yeah. everything with respect, and it was it was very good. Well, good, good. The only complaint I've really heard about it is. Uh, as uh, really invested you get with the characters in the first half and how dramatic and how everything is, by the end of the third act, it just has the stock standard Marvel CGI uh, fight mess. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Then again, I'm getting these complaints from people who are already predisposed to, to not, like, the not like things. Yeah, because like, I, I mean, I guess, but I wasn't. I like watching their stupid fights. Half See, I do too. I, yeah, yeah. The, it's you. You watch it for the first two acts where you're invested, and then you turn the brain off. Yeah. And watch big dumb action punch him up. And even then, you get a little bit of both. And even then, the big dumb fight punch him up had a lot of emotional weight to it. So it's like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, there is some truth to that complaint, but not. I don't not a lot. <laughs> it definitely wasn't like like Wonder Woman yeah. where it built up this great movie and turned into just a CGI fight fest at the end of the film. 
Yeah. I mean, there was a lot more to it. There's a lot more nuance to it. Like, okay. The last episode of WandaVision was worse about that than this. Yes. Was. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I will 100%. Except for the part with the visions, but. Yeah. And I still loved WandaVision. That's not. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And and again, these these complaints I've, got, I've seen are from people who are already predisposed to. They're either completely 100% checked out, burnt out from this. Or they're looking or for they're something looking to for a about. reason to complain. Yeah, I will say, for the most part, it is a very beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Like the art direction is amazing. Sure, it showcases you know more African culture, African cultural icons and looks and everything. It's amazing, but then they also bring in the whole Central American uh, flair they've given to to the Submariner King Namor. They kept his color scheme correct from his comics, but they added a whole lot more embellishment, and it made his look just really pop for me. His piercings are cool. Oh, I know. He's got all these really neat, like, tribal piercings. That's cool. I'm glad they did something a little different with Namor, because Namor, well, he's he's a product of the 1940s. He's just kind of a guy. And I mean, I'm glad they kept him as kind of a jerk. Oh yeah, he's definitely he definitely has kind of like that uh um jerk Aquaman from like Justice League Unlimited sure. kind of feel to him. Sure. Where And that's what they a, were going for in He's that. a good guy, but he's more concerned with his own people. He's a good ruler. Yes. The only thing only complaint I have is this his little Atlantis city too dark. It was a very dark scene. You could they could have made like this beautiful like Atlantis City and maybe there is one in there but it was so dark like you couldn't it wasn't mm. coming across like it's almost like I think it was in a in a cave or it's just so deep down that it's just dark it was a little of both I yeah. think yeah um but the but the looks of what you could see were really cool <laughs> yeah like there's like a big like red aztec pyramid in the middle kind of thing and they have like an artificial sun that comes yeah out yeah they it. have like an artificial sun oh that's kind of yeah. cool uh, maybe they were a little dark. concerned that if they brightened it up too much it would look a little bit too much like cgi uh, asgard oh well yeah it's true asgard is very bright very bright and very gold and the brighter and more opulent the effects in those in the marvel movies get the more likely that you're going to see Oh yeah, no, this is just a CG monstrosity. Yeah, I'm watching a cartoon now. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 watching Attack of the Clones now. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe it was partially a realistic thing because they wanted you know if it's if you say it's down in the bottom of the ocean yeah. in a cave, it's going to be dark. But yeah. also, yeah, maybe it's just to mask some la- less than stellar <laughs> CG. I think one of my biggest complaints visually, like all the Wakandan stuff, looks amazing. Except for one thing. Their stupid Wakanda boat submarine thing they had. I thought that thing looked dumb. Well, that's just like the previous movie where the Wakanda looked great except for the fight pit. Oh, where, where they're, where oh, they're panning yeah. up and it's like copy-pasted little gifts of yeah. people standing. Yeah, that was and, not and, great. Yeah, that was not a good it looked better this time it okay did. good yeah because they kind of brought the pit back a little bit they brought yeah. the pit back okay cool they don't take as wide of a shot on it i think is why it looks it's better. very it's probably it's very poor, tight. Yeah, yeah they learned their lesson on that one <laughs> but no it's it's a very good movie okay um good martin freeman probably the 
I would say almost the comedic slash heart of the movie a little bit. Like some of the feels, I think. Like I, his, his his confliction, I guess. I wish his storyline would have paid off. Yeah. It, it's just kind of there. Yeah. And they it feels like they were leading up to reveal some something for future film. Well, they I heard don't. they revealed something for... Well, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in the film, which mm. I was... I knew she was in an, uh, an MCU project coming up. I didn't realize they were popping her in this fast. Oh, she's been in a lot yeah. of this TV show. Has she? Are, oh, yeah. They're really setting her up to be almost the anti-Nick Fury. Well, I know she's supposed... I know she's in the... Thund- she's a pretty big part of the Thunderbolts. She's going, she's going to be... Okay, for knowing comic book properties and stuff, she's going to be the Amanda Waller of Thunderbolts. Yeah. Oh, well, or the or the Sam Jackson or the Nick Fury of Thunderbolts. Basically. I mean, it, it it pretty much plays out that way in the film too. Like, you get, yeah. like she's she's at first she's like, oh yeah, she's kind of fun, but then she's kind of like not. But anyway, I digress. Uh, movie is amazing. Um, I got really kind of teared up, especially near the end. It was just a good film, and it felt like a big punch to the heart like the whole time it's it's the best movie this phase aside from the spider-man one but i don't know if that fully counts fair <laughs> yeah i feel like spider-man might have been last phase it might have been no it is the beginning of this of the current, current phase, phase because okay. that's when they introduce uh multiverse Mom, stuff that okay. has oh, persisted yeah, amongst true. some of the other stuff okay, especially the shows I mean, though the multiverse has nothing to do with this movie at all. Thank well, sure, thank but goodness. thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Did you hear that new Sonic TV show that's going to be on, I think, Netflix? It's a multiverse thing. Really? I'm so tired of it. Well, I know Bayonetta 3 is a multiverse <laughs> yeah. thing, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. And I thought Sonic Generations kind of already did that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, and also Sonic Forces, and also... Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but also... I was kind of lied to a little bit in an article that I had read that teased that we were going to get a Doctor Doom after credit scene in Wakanda Forever. There's barely even a after credit scene. Yeah, it almost didn't seem like there was one. It did say Black Panther will return. But yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Of course, of course, of course. I have okay. Before we move off the subject, one last thing. I'm going to dance around a little bit. They introduce a new character in the film, from what I understand. Technically two. Technically two, but I don't know how much I should spoil because the character's action figure has been all over the place. Are you are you talking Riri? I'm talking Riri. I don't yeah. think that's a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. No, okay. She was in the trailers. Okay, yeah. so they introduce Riri, Riri Williams as Iron Ironheart, Heart, yep. who is essentially a newer style kind of Iron, Iron Man, Man, kind of. I have had a theory, and... It, it's been do- well documented. I've had a theory that they are building up towards a version of the Young Avengers. Oh, and yeah. They're coming up with yeah, younger yeah. analogs of all of the oh, main yeah. Avenger characters. Does does it seem like they introduced Riri par- at least partially as a means to extend that kind of thing? I mean, I know she probably has a bigger part in the movie because Ryan Coogler's a great writer. Oh, yeah, 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 do. yeah. But does it seem at least on the outset that the character was like, you're you're okay do what you want in this movie tell your story you have to put at least this character in for x amount of story because we well, have she because she we actually, have more story to well, tell she actually her. fits in pretty well yeah she has a she has a main plot point no she i sets the story in motion and more I, or less. and i understand that but does it feel like 
at least perhaps maybe a little bit that that was a studio mandate and not a the writer going i like this character i want to use this character if it is it doesn't hurt. it's not hurting the film it's done well yeah okay. yeah it's not it's not okay. like it's not like oh by the way here's cousin oliver well like gotcha. it wasn't that kind of yeah situation. okay or, or, that was the thing i was or, a little concerned or, about or kind of what they did with spider-man in civil war that is like oh by the way here's spider-man yeah or like in um falcon and winter soldier where they introduce um patriot oh yeah but not superpowered but they give you all of the clues yeah leading towards it so now we have mr policeman we gave you all of the clues. <laughs> yeah that's it yeah but so <laughs> no no they did it very well they I did mean, it well i mean okay, i'm sure good. i'm sure the character was studio mandated to kind of give a soft origin to get ready for her own thing that's coming out right her next thing that she's going to be in is armor wars with um well, the, she's got her own show coming. That's a yeah. or movie. That's right. Or something. She has her own show, and then it's going to lead into the Armor Wars movie that is uh, War Machine and yeah. Iron Heart. And yeah. also, I thought she was great. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's very funny and okay, good. and a good character, and her armor looks cool. I've heard she plays off really well against uh, Shuri. Sure. Yeah, she, it, oh yeah. And it was good for Shuri to have someone that is kind of is like her, her on her yeah. level. Oh, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I mean, she's not like Wakanda. She's like she. But no, the character she does she does very well. Um, it's a lot of she's a lot of fun, even when they meet her, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I got this," and like, police kind of show up. And they're like, "Oh man, she's got an Iron Man suit," and and it like it looks like junk. <laughs> it, it, oh it, sure, it literally is like yeah, junk I, piece together. I've seen bits and pieces of like the the early prototype, and then the one at the end of the movie. Like it's I've, very I've, I've it, it's very that, reminiscent. It's very reminiscent of like the uh the cave iron man armor sure sure um well but, good i'm I'm just glad the character wasn't just fe felt like it was shoe no in. no like That's some a, of the other yeah. characters that they've done i mean they even they even put a hat on it in she hulk when they go oh and by the way here's my son scar oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a lot better and, than and that I, I really think that was them putting a lampshade on yeah, all these shows are introducing younger versions of all the avengers I mean, yeah we've got kate and this is just like yeah, we got patriot kate bishop uh, Wanda's boys, Wanda's in the boys who are going to be aged up and are major characters in Agatha Harkness, Covenant uh, of Chaos. Covenant oh, Kate. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I, apparently, Hulkling, not Scar, but Hulkling, is going to be a part of I feel, or a version I feel like of it. Scar in, is going to be the Hulkling, unless they're going to introduce him in in Secret Invasion. They're in, introducing him in Secret okay. Invasion, so they are keeping with the scroll storyline, right? But they'll probably make. They're probably going to split it so that he doesn't look as a much Hulk, as much like a Hulk, like Scar did, but they're going to have yeah that way they can have their cake and eat I mean, it too. I mean, Scar just kind of looked like young teenage Hulk, yeah, with tattoos, with tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've time. been playing Harvestella a lot. Oh yeah, the Square Enix's new farming JRPG it is fantastic. It's very good. It was the best looking one of the of all the farming ones that they, <laughs> that they introduced. Off. It's and it, it's different from the other farming games I've played. They literally have bolted an action JRPG oh, onto cool. this farming game. Okay. Like you have a party of characters that fight with you. There's more than one town. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, there, okay. There's quests and a story. It sounds like a real game. It is like a real video game. <laughs> it's a real video game, you guys. But <laughs> along with farming, and the farming is never too like uh, 
time consuming. Mm. That was going to be the phrase I was going to use if it was because a lot of farming sims kind of go that way. Yeah, like watering your plants is a pretty painless experience. Okay, that's you can, you can just hold down the button and walk around and it waters. Oh, perfect. Them. Like, okay, yeah, that is that is the metric because there's a difference between a chill game and a tedious work. game yeah. and work. Yeah. You can't compare it to something like a Stardew Valley because it's kind of doing a different thing. Oh, that's cool. Um, I mean, you get a summer submarine in it for crying out loud. <laughs> like, like it, it's very much, yeah, a JRPG bolted onto a farming, a light farming experience. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's good. Uh, I've heard the Switch version doesn't run all that great, which is a common thread Surprise. among yeah, Switch games nowadays. I I would get it on PC if you were going to play it. It's just very fun. Um, better than I thought it was. I was worried it would be a little jank because it's it was clearly not like a big budget thing that Square was doing. If you come at it like this is a double A video game, not a triple A video game, mm, mm-hmm. you'll have a good time. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, and I've been poking around at with the Atari 50th Anniversary Collection. Oh, okay. Which is like a combination of a bunch of uh, crinkly ancient old Atari <laughs> games and like a virtual museum. Okay. I, I love like game history stuff and retro game stuff. And I went into this thinking like, I'll look at it for two minutes and it'll be neat and that'll be it. I, I've actually learned stuff about Atari I didn't already know from this. Really thing. interesting. It, it from the outset gives you a timeline and you move through the timeline of Atari and and there's little video clips like newly produced video clips and like design documents and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, that's it's very interesting. Um, and Atari twenty six hundred games do not hold up. They're, they are not fun, but, but they are neat museum pieces to look at, and a lot of them. They're are an there. interesting curiosity at this yes. point. Yeah, it's like you're not a good game. No, but I'll look at you. I, I learned that I despise Breakout now. In, oh, really? In twenty twenty two, I am not a fan of Breakout. Oh, okay. I don't have the patience for it anymore. Mm. Um. There was a fun little video about drug use at Atari. Oh. <laughs> Which apparently was very rampant unless you're the creator of Pitfall, David Crane, who is very adamant about how he didn't use drugs at Atari and nobody in his section did. And it's like, wow, you're such a narc. <laughs> I, I didn't know the creator of Pitfall was such a narc. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you have to make a, when you have a 48 hours to make an entire video game, sometimes <laughs> I need a little pick me up. <laughs> One of the guys said, like, I went home and I smoked some pot and I did some coke and then I dropped some acid and then I wrote the whole kernel to a program and it was beautiful and it worked the best. It's just like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was definitely the 70s. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, isn't that just a speedball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's it. yeah but it, uh. if you like game history and like learning about games it's a it's a great package for that oh man a time awesome. a time what they did before they had adderall yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey let's go ahead and take a break and when we get back we'll get into some news hello i'm ben vaughn the host of the many moods of ben vaughn heard every saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. 
We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. The marketing department at WZMO suggested I do a new cutting-edge promo for long play. You know, short, quick, concise, to the point. Eh, here goes. You're invited to tune in to Long Play, Friday night at 11, Saturday afternoon at 3. Great music, fantastic host, often referred to as the Casey Kasem of Marion. Full albums, front to back, here on WZMO. Whew, did it. Finished before I got cut off. Hey, we're back from the break. You just listened to a couple of promos for other great shows on the network. Let's go ahead and get into some news. All right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> we we teased it before at the beginning of the show, so I guess we have to reveal which famous video game developer who created one of your favorite 90s heroes has gone to prison. Or... Or been arrested. Or been least. arrested. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's not in prison yet. All right, hit me. Hit me with it. It is Sonic the Hedgehog's father, Yuji Naka. And then, like the sound of prison doors closing. I wish I, I wish I had that. Yeah, Chris Slam. No, that sound worked really well. I loved it. Uh, apparently, he got in trouble with the, I guess, Japanese government for insider trading oh. uh, because while he was working for working on in this fan favorite Balan Wonderworld. He was working for Square Enix, and he got some insider knowledge about uh, Dragon Quest, which is like the biggest game franchise yeah. in Japan, and bought a bunch of stock because of this insider information. Oh, uh, and yeah, now, that's a problem. Yeah, and now he's uh, in trouble for it. Mm, mm. Awesome. No, he, he hasn't been involved in Sonic the Hedgehog related things for like a billion years, but like... I mean, we can tell. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> well, do you know what I think about all that? That's no good. I should have saw that coming. Oh, yeah, you should I, have. I really should have. You should have. have. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's wild that... Uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, game creators are people too, and, I mean, they, and they make yeah. dumb mistakes just like everyone else. I mean, a lot of times, it's kind of hard to be appalled at like a white collar crime yeah, like that yeah. i guess also he came from from sega and sega historically is owned by the yakuza <laughs> allegedly allegedly or at least is you know, funded in part i feel like nintendo had to have some sort of yakuza ties back in the day have you seen a picture of their old president oh yeah Hirano, or not here no sakaguchi that's the final fantasy man yeah it is yeah what what was his name i cannot think of his name off the top of my head but either. i know i know what you're but talking he about he looks like a yakuza boss. he kind of does yeah a little <laughs> bit i mean to be fair though Pretty much everybody in in eighty in eighties Japan kind of looked like that's, that. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> the leather jackets, the very the really loud shirts, the pompadours, and the slick back hair. That was that was Japan. In the, that was during the boom. Yeah, that was the during bubble the bubble economy. The bubble mm-hmm. economy in Japan in the eighties was all about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. The most important thing, though, is Shigeru Miyamoto would have never done this. Not not <laughs> even once. No. 
Not I mean, even once. He's such a such a wholesome, wholesome Nintendo man. Shikasado Itoi, maybe, but he would have <laughs> talked himself out of it. Oh, yeah, or he or he wouldn't have got caught. He wouldn't have gotten caught. No, that's that's more accurate. Yeah. Oh wow, this game is doing really well. How did I make all this money? <laughs> Where did all this yen come from? Uh, uh, all right. Like I said, it, 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 you can't. I can't really be appalled. It's yeah. It's rich people making more money. It's the universe just rolling around. And again, that's game, capitalism, baby. Yeah, <laughs> game creators are people too, and yeah. normally when when they're in trouble with the law, it's because they've embezzled money or something along those lines, but uh, unless you're blizzard, but <laughs> well, no, that's there's, a whole, yeah, there's another set of crimes. That's, that. that's a whole other, <laughs> I say, those are crimes. You can get mad at. That's a whole yeah. other Cosby suite. We can't get into that. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Moving on. We have some other stuff. Should we touch quickly on the Twitter? issue you know let's talk about the blue bird in the room um we did reference it at the start of the show also so we, we did yeah we should probably talk about that twitter's on fire yeah <laughs> it, it's the the titanic and it's sinking <laughs> it really is and i didn't think the funny was, thing is i did see a meme where they had the the musicians from playing. i've heard a lot of people <laughs> mention that um long story short and there's a lot of stuff that goes into it essentially uh elon musk bought twitter possibly under duress <laughs> well he was forced to yeah he well he made a big joke and then accidentally signed something he shouldn't and then they the previous owners of twitter came back to him and said no you signed this <laughs> you're you're going you are going through with this and he bought it for some ungodly amount of like money 44 billion 44 billion and started making uh, changes to the social media platform without thinking them through both changes on the user side and also on the company on the company side he is well at this point he has um let go over half the staff at 80 percent i've heard at this wow yeah that was that was the big one last night and tried to beg some of them to come back yeah that was that was the big one last night it's all culminated we're recording this on friday the what, what is this? The, the 18th? 18th? 18th. 18th. We're recording this Friday the 18th, so this all happened, like, came to a head the 17th, um, and I was up all night reading stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> but uh, apparently, yes, this latest amount, he gave all of his remaining um, employees 24 hours to decide if they are willing to work under the new regime or not, and... And work twelve hour days. Work twelve hour days. Twelve hour. He described hardcore days, which sounds like something a fourteen year old would. Because it's because I mean, it's who it that, is. Because that's that's the kind of people that like Elon Musk. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. But anyway, um, basically, um, again, most of the people decided to turn to decide decided to decline that offer, and a lot of the ones that didn't decline it didn't really have a choice because they were under work visas. Yes. So they either had to uh, agree to this or get sent sent home, home. So, sent home. But because of this, they had an 80% reduction in force. And Elon then decided, hey, I am now all of a sudden very suspicious of all of my ex-employees. They're going they're out to get me. So I'm going to shut down all operations and lock every Twitter building from now until November 21st. 
There is no one. There is no captain on the ship. There is no one manning the the the, the lifeboats. Nothing. It's, I saw some tweet where somebody was like joking. Is like, hey, I'm in the building on the third floor in the bathroom. Yeah, I've, <laughs> yes, I've, I saw that as well. Uh, but so a lot of people are saying that this is the death knell of Twitter. It's and for ki- good reason. It's kind of wild to see like the fall of Rome in real time. It's, it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> like it, like the social experiment of everything is just wild. Yeah, and people people are overreacting overreacting a little bit to this. It's not like one day they're going to tap the app or go to the website and it's just going to be a blank page. It's not going to happen like that. What's no, more, it'll, it'll say like can't connect to sir. You'll get a four hundred three. You'll get a four hundred three. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a slow death. What's going to happen because. Uh, amongst the people that uh, no longer work for Twitter are everybody who is there um, in a capacity to uh, manage the servers. So you're going to start seeing more and more bugs and issues and say, excuse me, photos not loading, load times being very slow. A lot hiccups, of downtime. A lot of downtime, that sort of thing. It's It's not an overnight thing, but a lot of people are likening this to the Titanic or when um, uh, MySpace went downhill oh, yeah. hardcore or when Tumblr went down. All these social media platforms. <laughs> There's very one specific thing Tumblr did. To well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Twitter, too. Elon Musk bought it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tumblr's coming back. Though. Tumblr's coming back, baby. I know. Yeah. I saw they like they were like they rescinded. Like, oh, by the way, uh, you can post adult content again. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And if you pay eight dollars, they'll give you two verified check marks. <laughs> that's not a joke. They will send you. They'll put them next to your name, and also they'll send you little like pins of two <laughs> verified funny. check marks. That's it's great. Funny. It's great. You know what? I I can't understand why like how people can still like I don't know fangirl over elon musk he's never accomplished it's, it's he's, the cult of personality i know it's, but he's never accomplished anything on his own yeah he buys his way into every mm-hmm. he's a smart guy he is a smart guy but in a way in a way not the way, way he thinks he is no not <laughs> in the way he thinks he is he's not he's not tony stark no um he didn't create anything no no but he's good at marketing himself. Yeah. 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 He he bullied his way into being a founder of Tesla. He thinks he's John Romero, the guy who created Doom. <laughs> yeah. And was also had lived the rock star lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Beca- because he created Doom, where he is a l- less talented John Carmack, the guy who <laughs> has no personality and is. But is a programming robot is master. A pro- yeah. That's but also Musk is less talented. Oh yeah, in that sense. But you should read Masters of Doom. By the way, I, I need it's, to. It's, I've, it's, it's been good. on my it's been on my list. I need to I need to read that. Book. I like devoured it in like two days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got to bounce off this topic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're gonna continue to monitor. I'm not I'm not leaving Twitter yet. Um, a lot of people are. I'll yeah. be there when when the ship sinks. But yeah, when, when it doesn't work anymore, that's when I'll. And I don't dust off it. your Tumblr. I, I don't use it a whole lot. Oh, anyway. I look at it. I look at it to get news more than anything. Yeah. I don't actually say, post. I haven't, po- I haven't posted to my Twitter in like twelve years. I, I post yeah. gifts of my game on there, but I don't even do that as much anymore now that I can make TikToks of it. I sometimes do stream of conscious stuff if I'm bored at work, but otherwise, it's more than anything. 
I use it to get news for the show. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. just means we're going to have to find... I mean, we're so- going to have to figure out Mastodon or something. I don't know. Which seems like it's hey, not maybe, very maybe, well designed. Maybe, it's not maybe, very good. Maybe, it's, it's not built for a wide user maybe uh, maybe like, maybe, uh, like maybe google dust off uh, Cr- uh plus plus <laughs> at this point at this point i'd take google plus i'd be <laughs> fine with it that was an okay social media or, platform or, or maybe or maybe justin timberlake will resell uh, myspace, <laughs> myspace back to tom there we go <laughs> if, if google could just buy twitter that'd be pretty cool i'd be fine with that well the <laughs> what's going to happen is one of two things either Musk is going to determine he's lost too much money and is going to sell it to, to someone who knows anyone what, to someone yeah. anyone they that knows what they're doing, or all of the disgruntled ex employees are going to meet in a warehouse and in twelve hours develop Twitter two, yeah, and everyone will migrate to Twitter two, electric boogaloo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's already bits of that because the guy Jack Dorsey, the the previous founder of Twitter has started a new social media thing that I'm on the waitlist for called a blue sky. Oh. And it's supposed to be Twitter, but also email. Wasn't it? It's not great, but it might be a, a what, step was, in the right that direction. Wasn't the name of Jeff Bezos rocket? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't it called blue sky? Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> Speaking of uh, dreams coming true, Ash Ketchum. Oh yeah! Oh hey! He, yeah, he became worldwide Pokemon master. Only took him like twenty-two years and or he, something, and he did it while being ten years old the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, the oldest, youngest member of the Pokemon League. Wait, so he—if it took him twenty-five years and he was ten when he started, then he would be thirty-five now. Yeah, yeah, man, oh, he'd be God. us. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of us. I would like to see that somebody do that fan art of a thirty-five-year-old Ash Ketchum, please. Wearing the same clothes, so that they don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was thinking same look, but yes, the exact same clothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been out in the wilderness for twenty-two years, walking from town to town. It's true. I mean, he hasn't aged. Misty hasn't aged. Brock hasn't aged. When they do come back, because once in a while they filter in new companions for yeah. Ash. Ash is the doctor. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. He's got two pokey hearts. I yep. I wonder how many if you if every episode was a day, how many days of the show would exist? Well, I mean there's one way to find out. You just look, look up how many episodes the episode of Pokemon. There Pokemon. So speaking of animation stuff, I don't again, this is a sad thing. I don't want to touch uh, on it too much because yeah, this is a yeah. This is a happy fun time show where positivity is and is key. Goof 'em ups. Goof 'em ups, but I would be remiss not to mention the passing of Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Yes. Uh, Kevin Conroy, legendary voice actor, most notably known for Batman from the 90s, Batman, the animated series, and Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, a bunch of video games. Justice League action, which is criminally under... True. Uh, yes. Action was yeah. so action was good. Great. I love Justice League action. That mm-hmm. was a good show. Um, the, the, the Batman Arkham games... It's a it's a huge bummer because he is, it is. He, he is, is Batman. The, he, he is Batman. He's the definitive and, voice. And not of Batman. only that, but like other unlike like other voice actors and stuff, he absolutely adored his fans. And he, he at the drop of a hat would read anything in his Batman voice. 
He did, yeah. Not only was he a great Batman, he was a great Bruce Wayne as well. Oh, He's one yeah. of the few actors uh, that was able to make the distinction, make the distinction, but still have it be clear that it's the two sides of the same person. Yeah, this is definitely one of those like like celebrity passings that really affected me personally because it was such a huge part of like me growing up and mm-hmm. coming into my like into my fandom of like loving Batman and comics and things like that. Oh, we were the age. Oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. Age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, while people argue about who the best Batman was, Kevin Conroy was always my answer. Yes. Same here. Just like Mark Same Hamill here. is my Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Although, an argument can be said for Jack Nichol. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At least, at least at the Joker realm, there are like... You can go back and forth there are a little facets. bit. There are there facets. There are facets. I mean, unless but, you're, t- unless I mean, you're talking about Jared Leto. But anyway. I mean, you can take Joker in a lot of different directions. Right. Where Batman is more or less, more or less I mean, the same. I mean, you can go sillier, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. And also the fact that Adam West was in an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, he's the uh, gentleman the, ghost. The, the gray ghost, yeah. The gray the ghost. Gray ghost. Yeah. Gentleman ghost. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a, a DC villain. Yeah, that's a different guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a villain, sir. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the the shocking part of it is it seemed like it seemingly came out of nowhere. Yeah, he he kept uh, pink, pancreatic cancer is a hell of a thing. Oh yeah, and, like he was and doing. He kept it and he kept it quiet for as long as he possibly could. Oh and, yeah, he was doing cons. He was doing uh, cameos. Oh, he was supposed to be in. He uh, was supposed to be in Columbus Gal- next month. Galaxycon next month. In a couple of we- In a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually going to be a big reason why I wanted to go. There was a there was going to be a huge panel because they had gotten a lot. Of they had him. The, they had the voice of Riddler. Uh, yeah, John, uh, John uh, Glover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, whenever I see the Riddler, I just think he's going to sound like Dean Pelton. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like right. Our, yeah. Yeah. But it's <laughs> he's like the perfect Riddler. He is. Yeah. <laughs> But end of the day, this is a sad thing. Oh, I, again, yeah. don't want to dwell on and it too much. We'll be missed but like for probably decades to come. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Like yeah. I think the only other one that hit me this hard was probably like Robin Williams. Because yeah. he was such a big part of my childhood too. Not to discount uh Diedrich Bader's Batman, which oh, is no, no, he's, no. he's getting there because yeah. he's he's done the voice in like three or four different projects and he's he's a great Batman. He's he's a great kind of goofier yeah. Batman. But uh, he's also good as the future narrator Weird Al in the Weird Al movie. <laughs> I still need to watch that. I haven't. I I need to sit down and watch that, it. That should have been one of our check it outs because. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it next week, week because yeah. I'll probably watch it by then. So we have a little bit of time left, and I wanted to touch on something called the, uh, Jeff Keeley presents the game award sponsored by Doritos and Mountain Dew. Uh, every year, Jeff Keeley gets all of his buddies together and puts on a fake award show about the video games. <laughs> he likes to think, think like they're the Oscars, but it's not. It's just a collection of trailers with fake awards given halfway in between. Yeah, it's, then they don't even show all the awards. They don't. No. They don't. It's a commercial slash party. That, that's all it is. It's it's cool guy Jeff and his and his crazy best friends, basically. Hideo Kojima. Yeah. And it and it seems a lot like Jeff Keeley, who I mean, he was a he was a, a a games journalist year you know from a long from way way back. It seems like it's like he just wants to meet celebrities, and this is his in for meeting celebrities. Like he was so stoked about uh, uh, Green Day performing last year. 
it, it was, Green Day had nothing to do with any game that was out. No. They just it's just like it's like, hey, I want to get Green Day here. Hey, you want to play this award show? <laughs> I want to meet Billy Armstrong. Yeah, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> why couldn't we got Green Day doing covers of video game? Music? Oh, that would have been that great. Cool. That would have been cool. Been yeah. cool. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, they did the, the Game Awards haven't come out yet, but they have released all of the nominee uh, nominees for all of the different sections. And uh, I was looking through them the other day, and some of them made no sense to me. The real head scratchers. The real head scratchers. So we're gonna kind of fly through these. We're not gonna touch on everyone. Like there's a bunch of esports stuff with a bunch Ooh. of uh, who cares esports. Bleh. I mean, hey, it's great for them. They're making. They're doing their job. They're making their money. But esports, I have. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, no, it does no make interest. video games a little more mainstream, even yeah. though they've been pretty mainstream for a while now. Okay, first. Okay, so this is kind of indicative of some of the categories. Best adaptation. So these are video game. Pro- uh, they've taken the properties from video games and put them into other media. Nominee nominees are uh, League of Legends Arcane, which is very good. Which I've heard is good. It's very good. Cyberpunk Edge Runner, which is I've another also anime. Heard it's very good. Actually, the Cuphead show, which is fun. I still haven't watched it. It's fun. It's very Looney Tunes. It's Looney Tunes. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog two, the million multi million dollar film, <laughs> and Ch- Uncharted, the other multi million dollar film. Tom Holland with Tom film. Holland. Yeah. So, like, what is? It's all over. It's kind of all over the place, <laughs> and there's no real. You you can't put the Cuphead show up against Sonic two movie. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Apples and oranges. Yeah. I mean, yes, they both are have roots in video games, but it's like they don't compare. No, not at all. One's a movie with with Jim Carrey in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's one. Best multiplayer. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Which just came out. Yeah. Multiverses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Overwatch 2. And which, which has had a, just a litany of issues. Yeah, it's it very, out. very, very tumultuous. Yeah. Splatoon 3. Okay. okay. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Uh, One of these things is yeah. not like the other. Yeah, the, That's couch co-op. Yeah, the couch co-op <laughs> beat-em-up game by an indie studio up against the Warner Brothers sanctioned Smash Brothers club? Makes no sense. Okay, next category. Best sports slash racing. That's weird to combine sports and racing. F122, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Gran Turismo 7, and Ali Ali World. <laughs> what? what? You can't put these indie games up against FIFA. Ali Ali World <laughs> is a skateboarding game that is made to, it's is developed but, by like three people. And, and it's it, barely even a skateboarding it's, game. It's like a 2D platformer. It's a, it's a great game. It's yeah, a, it's a platformer. But it's a different experience than NBA 2K22 or whatever. It would have made more sense if they would have put like the Tony Hawk's Underground something. T- yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 remake or something yeah. in there. Okay, let's see. Best family game: Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. This is the Nintendo Booby Prize. Basically, is what family game. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Okay. Mario and Rabbids: Sparks of Hope, which just, just came out. Came out. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports, okay, and Splatoon Three, which just came out, which just came and out, and is also in another category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the one. Ooh, this is the is this where that you get rust- real mad? Wrestled your Jimmy. <laughs> Here's the one that got me to put this on the list. Best fighting game. Oh no. 
I love fighting games. I'm that a fighting is your game bag. boy. This that is, is my bag. Your bag. All right, so here they are. DNF Duel. Okay, it's a fighting a game. fighting game. It's pretty broken. It's it's not good, but it's fine. Nobody talks about it. I've never heard anyone say a darn thing about it. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R, which is which a, is a, which is a remake of a previous game, which is a re remake re release. So not a new game. <laughs> King of Fighters uh, 15, which okay, 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 fighting okay. Game. that's cool. Multiverses, okay, okay. Fighter, game, yeah, yeah, Smash, and Sifu, which is a. I don't want to say roguelike because it's the same every time. It is not a roguelike. It is a kung fu adventure game. It yeah. is an adventure beat em up game. Do you know what that's not? A fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like putting Shenmue in there because there's combos in Shenmue. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It would be like okay, the Matrix movie, documenting it as a romantic comedy because there's technically comedy, a joke, and there's it, technically kind of sort of a romance <laughs> sifu is not a fighting game it's not even a multiplayer game no it's an adventure game it's an adventure yeah. game like, like i said in the chat it's like if you called god of war and a fighting game this is someone that's, who's uh, who doesn't know anything about fighting games that look when oh that's kung fu okay fighting game no no it's not it's like if you called god of war a child rearing simulation boy <laughs> okay speaking so, of which God of War is a, is up for about a bajillion awards, and it literally came out a week ago. We're going to get to that, but first, best <laughs> role-playing game. All right. Okay, I'm going to read these in back in backwards order because it's going to highlight my my point. Okay, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay. As an RPG. As an RPG. Triangle strategy. Strategy. Okay. Strategy RPG. RPG, but RPG. Pokemon Legends Arceus. It's an hey. RPG. RPG. It has action elements, but it definitely has turn-based battles. Live Alive, which is a 20-year-old game that was remade. Yeah, and an RPG. RPG. Elden Ring. Uh, it has so, a lot of RPG elements. But is it an RPG? Or is it an action game, much like Sifu, <laughs> but with RPG-like elements? I mean, it's almost... If you can call Skyrim an RPG, which I don't. Uh, okay, well, well, there you go. well, but what makes an RPG though? I mean, there's stats that, that you augment and things like that, which are all elements of RPGs. And that's in Elden Ring has plenty of stats. Exactly. It is one of those things where you've heard the phrase, "I don't know if it's art, but I know what I like." Yeah, yeah. I can't put my finger on the distinction between uh, an action game with RPG-like elements and an RPG, but I know, but I can tell the difference. It is definitely more focused on the action than that the is RPG. true. That is true. It definitely is more about the combos and the timing and everything. Yeah. Versus, okay, well, I have these stats because I have this weapon, so I do this much damage. You know. It's definitely not like a Final Fantasy or a Dragon yeah. Quest. It's it's a hard sell. I I I think there was there's better categories they could have put Elden Ring in. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like you need a whole separate category like, for Souls like games. Like Game of the Year. Is it in Game of the Year? Uh, I'll get to it in a sec. <laughs> okay. There's a, there's a few more of these. I'm 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 scrolling through best community support. Okay. Overwatch isn't on there, is it? No, it is not. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I was worried for a second. Okay. Apex Legend, a game that no one plays. 
That's not necessarily a true. A lot of, lot of people like play okay. Apex. Yeah, streamers. Apex okay. is very popular. Yeah. Destiny Two, still very popular. Really? Okay. They just came out with like another expansion. Yeah. I think. and they they do support their community quite well. It seems. Final Fantasy Fifteen, which I would actually put more as an RPG than anything because it is an MMO RPG. But they they do frequently come out with updates fair, regularly, fair. and they support the community. Yeah, Fortnite. I yeah, just, actually, Epic Epic is really good about supporting the community and stuff. And No Man's Sky. What? It has a community? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's it does. It. it has a huge community of people who are like obsessed with it, but it's also like a very old game. <laughs> very old and insular. It's like, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, Fortnite is five years old now. True. So it probably really shouldn't be there either. That's yeah, but 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 they but they're constantly doing updates and changes. We're actually they're actually getting ready to go into the new season here soon. Okay, best performance. We're getting we're getting near the end. I I promise. Light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. Best performance. Ashley Birch for, for Horizon and Forbidden West. Uh, I love Ashley Birch, but she also gets nominated for this every year. Uh huh. <laughs> Char- well, it's for the new one. It's for the new one. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte McBurney for A Plague Tale Requiem, a game that came out less than a week ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christopher Judge, God, God of War. Um, well, he's just the voice of Kratos. He's not the body of Kratos. Uh, Menon Gage from Immortality. That's Ooh. by the guy that did her story. Um, it's okay. probably a good performance. Probably a good performance. I haven't played it yet. And uh, Sunny Suljic, uh, also from God of War Ragnarok. A game that literally came out last week. Yeah. Uh, audio design, skip that. Music and score. You know who's probably not nominated? Tommy Tellerico. He is not. <laughs> There's a new uh, H-Bomber guy video, if you know who that guy is, mm, yes. about Tommy Tellerico and like what a big old mess that whole situation oh, is. Oh, cool. It starts out as a video about the oof sound from Roblox. Oh, yes. Yes, I do know and, about that. And just like dovetails into complete madness. <laughs> it's almost a two hour video worth a watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to skip ahead to game of the year because we, we got to yeah, wrap yeah, this yeah. up. Okay. There are six nominees for game of the year. A Plague Tale Requiem. A game I've never heard of. A game that just came out. Yeah. It, and it's a sequel to a game. I don't know. It, yeah. Elden Ring. Okay. okay. Deservedly God so. God of War Ragnarok, a game that just came out. Mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West. A game that has been out that long. And I don't think people have played. No, I don't. It wasn't. It got buried by something. Elden Ring. Yeah, it, it got, got, buried, it got by buried by, by Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Just, just like, like the first one got buried by Leg- Legends Breath of, of the Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Stray. Okay. About Cat. Well, the, the big thing about Stray was if you had PlayStation Premium. You got the game for free. Yeah, and it, I liked it a lot. Oh yeah. Would I put it on a game of the year list? No. No, I wouldn't put no. that one on there. It's it's not substantial enough. It it's was, super enjoyable. Yeah. But I played through it once. I got the story. I really don't need to play it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't go back. Xenoblade Chronicle Three. Deservedly so. I yeah. think it's time that one of those games got recognized. I guess. And I've, and I've heard this one is actually very good. I I've heard pretty good things. I am. If they're going for game of the year, I am shocked. This is going to sound stupid on the outset, but go with me. I'm surprised Vampire Survivor isn't on this because that game was $3. Everyone played it, and it is one of those games that you get so immersed into it. Yeah. That even even though it's kind of jank, 
it's still a game that everyone played. And you know what? It's honestly doing something different. Yes. There's, it is its own kind of weird genre. It's kind of nuts that a game like that, just because it's not a tr- big, huge AAA game. Yeah. They, yeah, they grabbed everyone's attention with a bunch of knockoff Castlevania sprites. But it worked, and it's legally, it's the best kind of distinct, legally, legally. distinct. <laughs> I I knew the game was good. I Before a couple days ago, I would have said, eh, it's kind of overrated. But I've kind of fallen back into it. It's, Once you play it, you go, oh, I get it. Yeah, oh yeah. I get this. I get why people are, are obsessed with this game. And just, like, playing with the different loadouts you can get mm-hmm. and, like, finding different combinations of weapons. Maximizing your stuff yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very good. And it's it very should, good. It, it should, should be on that list. It should be on that list. But because it's not a AAA yeah. game yeah. with a with a million-dollar budget behind it. <laughs> All the other categories have a weird indie game slapped in the middle of nowhere, but not Game of the Year. I guess technically Stray would be. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I, I, w- I personally wouldn't call it an I indie wouldn't. game, but... I'm some people would. I would definitely but... doesn't have the budget that God of War has. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not gonna see a commercial with Ben Stiller and as Kratos. Yeah. yeah. As the cat. <laughs> I mean that would be great. Yeah. But no no, they'd have to get like Alan Tudyk. He's been voicing animals for years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess in closing, the game of the uh the Continues game of war twenty twenty two is going to be a, a, a real It's mess. a farce. It's all it's always a farce. Yeah, the thing that gets me the most is that God of War being nominated for about a hundred awards, even oh, yeah. though it's been out of Oh, week. we skipped over like a whole bunch of stuff here near the end. Yeah. And, and God sure, of War was on every single one of I'm them. I'm sure God of War I'm sure that's fantastic. It looks very good. I'm sure it's deserving of awards, but it just came out. It makes the Game Awards seem even more it's still, like a commercial. It's still warm. Okay, it's I'm still warm. I'm looking at the top, the the top um, awards. Now, so not like the little stuff, not like art. Direct- okay, so we have Game of the Year, Game Direction, Best Narrative, Best Art Direction, Best Score and Music, uh, Best Audio Design, Best Performance. Also, I feel like game direction is a bizarre category. All of those have God of War Ragnarok. Most of them have a Plague Tale Requiem. Most of them have Horizon Forbidden West. Those are three games that either just came out, so really, technically, shouldn't be considered on this year's thing. It should be like next year's thing, because you need to have enough time to play it. Or a game that was eaten by other releases. Also... They're all sequels to very successful titles. Oh, they're all sequels. Yeah, they're all sequels. It's wild. Anyway, we got to wrap things up. Thank you for tuning in to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, for now. For now. (laughs) Instagram and Patreon at Nerd Overload now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. When I set up the Nerd Overload hotline again, because I forgot again... Um, you'll be able to call us on that, but for now, just just hold on, hold, hold on, on to your voicemail, hold on to your hot takes. It, yeah, we'll play them. Event, we'll get to just, them eventually. Yeah. Just email them to us, or just yeah. email it to us. That's fine. Email us a sound file. Honestly. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Come at me, Jeff. Your awards stink. 